Welcome to the Uncut 90. I'm your host, Delacqua, with um, two of our most uh, prestigious and hyped analysts. Uh, we have Wass. Wass in the building. And Emeka is here as well. You already know, man. The king analyst. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> the king of Biafra is here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so this episode, man, we just want to talk about the games that are coming up. Obviously, final match day, you know, relegation battle is, you know, still something there to be played for. Really, none of the places are decided outside of the top two. Um, in the EPL, of course, that we're talking about. So we just want to talk about the games, preview them real quick, um, kind of make some predictions of what we think is going to happen real short and sweet if we can. Um, so I'll just kind of start off with one of the bigger games I think happening, which is Arsenal versus Watford. Um, implications mostly for Watford because Watford need to try to get some points. They're currently in 18th. Tied on points with Aston Villa, but down um, goal difference by one. So their game is really going to matter in comparison to Aston Villa. So, Kerry, uh, I'll start with you. How do you think that game goes? Um, looking at Arsenal, Arsenal is, you know, no chance of top six. So we could really say they're playing. They have nothing to play for. I mean, do you think they're going to come out and just let Warford win? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So during the FA Cup final, you want to go into that game with morale. You know, you want the spirits to be high. You're at the Emirates, the last game of the season. You know, you want to put your best foot forward and, you know, show, well, the fans won't be there, but, like, show the fans of the club that look. Yeah, they'll be watching. Yeah, they'll be watching. Like, it's a stamp on, you know, the spirit they want to see from the team going into next season, going into that epic game. So I think they'll take it very seriously. They are fighting to fulfill your prediction of an eighth-place spot because right now they're in tenth. If Sheffield and Burnley like don't their results don't go their way, they could end up in eighth. So I think they'll be really. I think Mikel will set them up in a way to get as much points as possible to win that game. So Watford, it's it's up to Watford to also bring the onslaught because they are 34-34 right now on points. They are 18th. Aston Villa have the better goal difference. It's going to be a wild one. In fact, the, and the goal difference is just one goal, I believe. They're off by one. It is. Yeah, just one goal. It's just, hopefully, we can get a good football match. But I think Arsenal will be up for it. I think Arsenal hmm. will be up for it. Yeah, Mick, I want to ask you the same question. I know last episode we talked about Watford firing their manager. We had a whole conversation about whether the team would be galvanized. Of course, we saw what they did in the previous game, which, you know, some might say they were never going to win, so maybe it wasn't that big a deal. Do you think this is the game that they fired the manager for? Do you think this is the game? Obviously, they have to get a result here. How? Um, what are you expecting out of them? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Just stop moving around a lot. You've been just, you know, creating all kind of noise. But we can hear you. Just calm down, relax. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Um, okay. What I did was I found a headset. It's a JBL headset. Um, and <laughs> so ultimately, I would like to say that this is either Lacazette or Aubameyang's last home game. I'm not sure which one. But I know it's one of the two. Because even, as you know, even even after they posed in the New Jersey for next season. Smiling. Oh come on, that happened. 
That happens all the time. I know, just jokes, jokes. Yeah, 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 that happens all the time. So, and obviously, this is a this is a this is a game that Aubameyang is going to try to use to sort of catch up with regards to goals. I don't know that he can. I think it's maybe a three, three, four goal difference between him and Vardy right now. I'd have to verify. Actually, give me one. Yeah, second. go ahead. I'll I'll check it for you. But there's, yeah, there's no so, way he's catching. Up. So it's a three goal difference. Yeah, Vardy has twenty three. Ings has twenty one. Aubameyang has twenty. Exactly. So I don't think it'd be on Aubameyang to score a hat trick against a team that's fighting to stay in prison. Like. Uh, so anyways, either way, I think Arsenal is winning this game. Obviously, you know that Arsenal tends to do well at home, generally speaking. And I have to say that, generally speaking. Uh, so I do see us winning this game, and I see Watford, unfortunately, bowing out of the EPL, tragically. Unless, obviously, Villa loses as well. Actually, wait. Oh, yeah. Even if, well, they could. Yeah, you're right. So if they yeah. both lose, it is possible that Watford backs in based on goal difference. Exactly, depending on how exactly. So... So actually, I know for a fact that we are winning. So it boils down to Villa to fight to stay up because mm. that, would, oh, that would be the only way. But yes, I'm thinking that Aubameyang is scoring a minimum of two. Hopefully he scores three to catch up. You know, I'd be happy for my African boy. Um, but yeah. Really? I, yeah, I don't hate Aubameyang, like I said. I just don't think okay. he's a big game player. Okay, no, we just have to always check with you. Um, So since you kind of just brought up the, the other team that's fighting in that relegation battle, Aston Villa. Aston Villa, you might say, has an easier matchup with the West Ham. Um, but West Ham has actually been playing pretty well. It feels like they've been getting points. They were once struggling. They were once in a relegation conversation. They're obviously safe at this point. Um, you know, what, what do you think is going to happen? West Ham is a team, again, that is safe. Their season is basically over. They're probably in the same position as Arsenal, maybe with even less to play for. Um, and, Mika, do you think that West Ham is again same kind of question. Are they going to just lay over and let Aston Villa win it? Do you, how do you see that game going? Nah. So here's the thing. West Ham, um, actually, um, in my opinion, would still want to take that game very seriously, just because, you know, your final position on the table, actually determines how much money you get paid. Yes. And so. I mean, I know they can't jump up to 14th or 13th, but they can definitely slide down to 16th, which is not as good of a pay as 15th. So in mm-hmm. any case, everybody's actually still going to take this game seriously. And I don't know if you guys have been watching, but Miguel Antonio or Michel Antonio, however you want to say it, the guy, I don't know, man, he has been eating, it, eating a lot of jerk chicken. So <laughs> the guy's energy has just been high recently. And I don't know, man, the guy has been getting goals. So... I think West Ham is actually a difficult team at home every once in a while, so I see them winning that game against Villa. Hmm. Yeah, man. But Michel Ant- Miguel Antonio is a gra-gra. Oh, my God, man. The guys just hustle, bustle, man. Just run and just take everybody down. Imagine if Antonio and Valencia were on the same team. Oh, my God. So some have said he's just a British uh, Adama Traore. Yeah, I mean, some are racist, so. <laughs> but why is that racist? They play similarly. I have no comment on that. Okay, I, I apologize if that's racist, but I don't think that's racist, and I think that's a, a fair enough comparison, though. Charlie is better, though. We wouldn't argue that, but, you know, the guys, they're the same guy. Yo, no, okay, I want to ask I you this. Goodness, actually, sorry, to add to that, to add to that, once again, there are a few players in both Watford and Villa that the likes of Arsenal need to literally go pick up. I've stated this in the past. I'll state it in the future. I'll state it now. Once again, 
the likes of Ducore can easily come and replace the likes of Gwenduzi. Tyrone Mings can easily replace David Luiz. These kind of things can happen. Let's just get it right, guys. Come on. Let's get it right. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you're talking about Bournemouth much, but you know Bournemouth can actually still stay up, right? Uh, you are right. You are right. I actually definitely overlooked them. But Bournemouth can stay up. Uh, they're currently in 19th. They're three points behind Watford and Aston Villa. Um, the goal difference is pretty much all the same. They're within one of Aston Villa, the same as Watford. So if they get a win and Watford loses and Aston Villa loses, um, they would probably stay, they would stay up. I mean, I'm trying to look at the numbers to be sure here, but they if they get a good win and Aston Villa and Watford both lose, uh, Bournemouth could stay up. So do you think that's something that could happen? Let me ask Kerry. Let Kerry speak a little bit. Yeah, I think that's the most unlikeliest of scenarios. Hmm. And Bournemouth, for the record, they're playing Everton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Everton, not much to play for either, but I just think Everton is that much better than them. I don't think Bournemouth have a chance, unfortunately. But it'll be it'll be a fantastic story, though. If, yeah. If they can it'll be one for the headlines. It'll be one for the headlines. And Aston Villa loses and Watford loses. So Watford will probably lose. Aston Villa, I, I actually feel like Aston Villa will win. I disagree that West Ham will be up for it. Not that they will, I don't want to say they won't be serious. But... Their job is done. They've already given yep. they gave David Moyes two million for keeping the team up. They, hey. they have they've already started soaking beans. They are looking to, <laughs> towards next season. If if they slide to sixteenth, what's the difference in the payout between fifteenth and sixteenth? Can be yeah, it can be substantial. So Brighton is away at Burnley. They probably won't even win. You know. So I mean, they're not. I don't see the, there's nothing they they have no edge coming into this game. Aston Villa have all to play for. Their lives are on the line. When your life is on the line, what do you do? Just look at them the other day against Arsenal. They said our lives yep. on the line from nowhere. Trent is scoring volleys, things like that. So I mean, yeah, they're in a pretty good run. They beat Arsenal. They yeah. tied with Everton. They beat Crystal Palace. I mean, yeah. they've they've been getting a job done. So. The the form book for me says Aston Villa stays up, stays up. They have and like I remember last last part I said the Birmingham boy, Jack Greeley. See what do you want on your burger? What do you want on your hot dog? Is some Grealish? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just wow. But, but yeah, so I think Aston Villa stays up. I don't think Birmingham have a chance, unfortunately. Hmm. So, okay. So, you have Aston Villa staying up. You have Watford and Bournemouth going out. Mika, do you have the same thing? Uh, so, I have Aston Villa staying up, Watford and Bournemouth as well going down. Correct. Okay. So, we're saying it's going to be interesting. It could be a cool story, but we don't really expect any cool story to happen. It looks like it's going to be what it is, right? It is what it is. So, let's, let's go to the other end of the table. The... Uh, this is where the real money's at, so the real plays are, the real teams, quote-unquote. This is where they're at. Um, so currently, United is in third place. Um, they still could fall out of top four. Um, they could actually fall all the way to, like, fifth currently as things are um, 
the schedule. And they have that big game against Leicester, which I'm sure is the game of the day. Um, Leicester's currently in fifth. They're one point behind United. They have the same goal difference. Wes, I'm going to start with you. What do you expect out of the boys? And do you, how, how likely do you think it is that Leicester comes and gets a result despite their poor form? Man, it's it's very likely. Leicester is at home as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not even just the fact that they're at home. I, I just think the emotions involved, like United, we know what, you, what United is, hot and cold. Say you're hot, then you're cold. Yes, anyway. But, <laughs> so we, we don't know which United we're going to see. Nerves might play a role. You know, so uh, at this point is is uh, hopes and thoughts and prayers and stuff like that that we just have to send towards the boys for them to make it work. But I won't be surprised if, you know, the last day springs up a crazy result. We have guys like Jimmy Vardy. Who, like, this is like a Vardy moment, you know. Say, yes, it is. Let me come and spoil the show. Let me come and. But uh, just looking at both teams currently without any emotion, just, you know, I think I think United has the game, like, minimum of a tie for United. That's all they need to do. They can't possibly scoff just needing to tie. So United has the edge. Emeka, what do you think? What do you think about the idea that Leicester might have a little bit more of that championship DNA, a little bit more of that experience in some key positions, um, and they'll be able to get the job done? Or do you think all that stuff is out the window and it's just who has the best eleven on the day? Man, I will say this: we know Roger has to be a fumbler every once in a while. <laughs> we know Brendan; he likes to fumble the ball. I don't know if you guys remember that Liverpool. Who could forget? I don't know what Rodgers did that season. That was a slam dunk. All you have to do, guy, is just finish up. Man. Just let, just finish. I have no idea what happened. So I think something similar may happen in this case, whereby the guy will just choke, man. I think maybe he will either overthink and try to come up with something special that will now just, like, backfire. You know what I mean? Like, he might just say, okay, you know what, let me start... Let me start with the four four two as opposed to his regular like four five one. You know what I mean? Mm. And then now mm. I think that Ihenacho and Vardy will do mm. something up top when in fact that game is gonna be one in the midfield, not the defense, you know what I mean? Or not the attack rather. So ultimately, Sha, I will say this that if Leicester does qualify for Champs League, let's say they do beat Man U, which is definitely possible because as you know, Man U just lost. To simple Chelsea, sir. So simple Chelsea, right. Simple Chelsea, yeah. Dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so that's how you feel going into that final, simple Chelsea. Yeah, but guys, you do realize also that both Leicester and United can make it to champs, right? If Chelsea lose against Wolves, exactly. And do you guys know that Chelsea will lose against Wolves? Wolves <laughs> is definitely not losing their last game. Definitely mm-hmm. not. I can tell you guys that right now they are playing Chelsea. So they will definitely beat Chelsea. But I will say this. Sorry, I, I digressed a little. I will yeah. say that if Leicester does make it to champs and they do represent the EPL in the UEFA Champions League, I would hope that they go and sign a decent bunch of players because... Bunch? 
Yeah, honestly. Because let's How face many it, players do they need? They have a good team? Nah, they don't have that good of a team, bro. That's the thing. Think about it, man. Yeah. This team is. This team doesn't have like. No, exactly, man. There's no, like, there's nobody besides Vardy that you say, okay, this is the person that can win this game for Leicester today. You see what I'm saying? Like, Omani, you can say for a few players. With Mika, can you? Uh, you're shuffling a lot. It's hard to hear you. Yeah. I'm not even moving at all. Oh, really? Okay. But anyways, I'm just gonna freeze. I hope I'm better now. But in yes, any, this is better. All right, but in any case, yeah, with like Chelsea, you can say, okay, today I can see maybe William stepping up, or I can see Pulisic, or I can see um, uh, uh, Tammy banging in goals, or I can see, and then now obviously we're gonna now even start talking about Timo Werner and Hakim Ziyech. So with Manu, you can say, okay, Rashford is gonna step up, Marshall is gonna step up. You can say Pogba is gonna do something, Bruno is gonna do something. For every other big team, Liverpool, we already know the names. City, we already know the names. But Leicester, the only one name that is mentioned is Vardy, 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 Vardy. Nobody ever talks about anybody else, and that's what I'm trying to say. So if Leicester does make it to champs, I'm gonna need them to just find a way to buy a one, two. Let's say two very solid players. I'm not sure where, but they are out there. They are available. You know what I'm saying? So they need they need somebody to do that. But I will say this, guys. We know tomorrow is not going to be a dull day, right? It's not going to be a dull day. If there isn't an upset in the bottom three, there has to be an upset with the top four. And so that's what I'm thinking, actually. So I'll say this right now. You guys can record it. First place, Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool second place City. Wow, God on the limb, huh? Yeah. Shut up. Third place, <laughs> Leicester. Fourth place, United. And fifth, huh? Chelsea. So you have Leicester beating United. I have Leicester beating United, but Chelsea losing to Wolves. Okay, so it's just gonna be a shift. Okay, I don't know why you couldn't just tell us that you tried to sneak it in there. Like, say it. You, so you think Leicester is going to beat United? Just give me one reason why you think that. Because Leicester is at home, and I think even though Rogers is a formula, I think tomorrow he might just get it right, just because there has to be an upset somehow. I think mm. therein lies the upset. I think Rogers will somehow galvanize Ihenacho and Vardy and that guy called Demarai. I don't know why they won't go sign that dude. I don't know why Arsenal won't go pick him up. But now... Really? That's what you want? Yo, are you kidding me? Uh, yo, I just are you to, serious? I, I have to interject here because you've been saying stuff and I don't even focus on <laughs> Like, Demarai Gray is not Arsenal quality. Please, Arsenal. Like, you literally just said Leicester need players and you did not mention him as one of their players, but you want him? Look, like, look, look, look. That's he's the thing. not better than Javi Barnes. Come on. Nope. Relax. Dude, dude, that's what I'm saying. The things that I see, I know yeah. that it takes the likes of you guys a few years, a few weeks. Let's not talk Let's about the things that you see because... Let's face it. I said with COVID, I said with Sadio Mane, I said, is it, is it, okay, Dolapo, you think it's coincidence that I'm talking about Hakim Ziyech and all of a sudden he ends up in England? You think it's a joke? When Wait, I, I don't understand. Did we not all see him in Champions oh League two seasons ago? Like, what do you say? I've known him prior to that. Come on, oh, man. Who did you tell? Nobody even said anything about Chiro Immobile. Oh, my God. We've known Chiro Immobile. Dolapo, when I said money was better than Hazard, did he not come for my neck? Now, how see how the story has played out. 
So when I'm telling you guys things, instead of always trying to, hmm, let me see, how am I going to counter Emeka? How am I going to counter Emeka? How am I going to make his life miserable? Okay, okay, wait, let me ask you this question. Let me look, because I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. You like to do this. So you want Gray at Arsenal. What player do you think he's replacing? Like in your 11, let's say Lacazette hmm. leaves, right? You said Lacazette about me, and I assume it probably would be Lacazette. Yes. Who's, you think he's going to play over Pepe? Is that what you expect? No. So He's going to play over Martinelli even? Of course, guys. I'm asking. It's a question. I'm asking. I want to know where you stand. Okay, well, here's the thing. If you do not know Demar's ability, then I don't doubt that you can't figure out where he will play. But I will tell you this, that Demar is good on the wing. Usually, he plays right, coming. Well, that's his position, yeah. Yeah, but he asked you, who will he replace in the starting lineup? So that's the thing. It's not like Pepe is a starter for Arsenal. Arsenal does this very intense rotational system. And he can join that rotational system. He doesn't so need to come Pepe as a is a player of Pepe's quality isn't a starter. And you think Demara Gray will come into the rotation? Are you kidding when, me? When you know that was the time that Aubameyang was coming off the bench. You know that was the was coming off the bench. Like I said, was okay. Let, let me let me let's let's maybe maybe the problem is you're thinking we're saying Gray is a bad player. I don't think that I don't want to say he's a bad player. But if Demarai Gray comes to Arsenal, what is that going to change? Like I don't think that moves the needle at all. That's why I don't understand why you want him. Like to me, it's questionable if he's better than Martinelli. So what are you shouting his name for? Yeah, well, ultimately, if you can't see it, you can't see it. <laughs> Anyway. You don't sound like you're you're not speaking a lot of conviction. Like I know when the Mika believes something, you don't believe what you're saying. You realize you've made I a mistake. No, I have not made a mistake. And don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Here's the thing. So actually, uh I see I see this is mm-hmm. how it's manifesting. This is how it's manifesting. Okay, so therein lies exactly why I've brought his name up. Okay. I have now spoken it into existence. Hmm. So just because of this conversation now, actually Lester is beating mine tomorrow. And the person who's winning that game is Demarai Gray. I've said mm, mm, Okay. I, I hope that, you know, Demarai something happens. Because I'm looking, I'm like, Demarai Gray has played 20 games for less of the season. Like, what are you shouting about? He has two goals. He literally just scored, like, last week. So, before that, he had one goal. He was on, like, he has the same number of goals as Ndidi. And you're shouting Demarai Gray. I just, I don't understand it. But it's okay. We can move on. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Chelsea game. Chelsea versus Wolves. Another pretty big game. Um, Wolves are trying to stay in the top six, so they they need to get a result, probably to be safe, to feel comfortable. Um, Chelsea, they're trying to stay in top four. A result as well would make them comfortable. We already spoke about the fact that they could not necessarily get a great result and still be there, but I'm sure they'd be gunning for the result. Kerry, I want to ask you, what happens if Chelsea loses this game? How big of a... If they lose the game and they fall out of top four, how big of a disappointment would it be, especially with the kind of players they're bringing in that Mika just mentioned? It would be a great disappointment. It really would be. Like, from when you think that Chelsea, where they looked comfortable in the top four for most of the season, after the season settled from maybe, like, the 10th game on, like, from a third way into the season, it looked like a guarantee for them to look comfortable there. So from that position to somehow finding yourself battling, on the last day to make it, I mean, and if if they don't secure the fourth spot, I mean, it, it would, whew, the fans will go for sure. The fans will go haywire, you know, 
they might even call for Lampard's head. They might. Let's see how how the love, how deep the love for Lamps runs. He's a legend. Legend Lamps. And I don't think, if that happens, I think they should just remain calm. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, just go about it, play your game, like build the squad. It's not it's not the end of days. Jesus isn't coming yet, so <laughs> they shouldn't worry. But the funny thing is this scenario is not one that I think will happen. I think Chelsea their form means we're disrespecting them a lot. You know, it's it's easy to see, oh, they are conceding goals. They've considered a lot of goals, it's not a lie, it's true. They've considered fifty four. Yeah. But but that forward line, that forward line is a mad one. I, I, I know Wolves is a good team. I respect Wolves as a good team. I just think the the Lampard's ego, you know, I think mm. the players, the quality of their attacking players is is a little more crisp. A little better when you have Pulisic on the left and William on the right and Giroud and Abraham on top. The midfield is better, you know. So I uh, I don't see an upset. So it's gonna be a downset, you know. <laughs> and Mika, what do you think? How important is it that Pulisic plays? I know in the game against uh. Was it against Liverpool? I believe he came off the bench and there was a lot of, you know, he kind of changed the game and there's a lot of talks of why would Lampard not start him? He should be a guaranteed starter at this point. Um, for this game, I we have to assume that Pulisic is going to play. Would you be shocked if he doesn't play? And just how important is he to everything that Chelsea has to do? Yeah, I'm I'm really not on that Pulisic train yet, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I think he's a very... Um, I think he's a he's a decent player, but he's he's unremarkable. You know what I mean? Like, so you support <laughs> you support Demare Gray, and you are not on the Pulisic train. All right, no problem. No problem. <laughs> like what are you saying? So, so that's another thing. So no problem, another, please. No problem. Carry mic, man. So this also <laughs> highlights another thing that I think a lot of people fall prey to. That is hype. Obviously, hmm. the United States here, the name Pulisic is one that resonates with everybody just because he, you know, is American, blah, blah, blah. We've all been a part of that wave of, ah, Pulisic, Pulisic. We've all, you know, heard of it. Everybody's hyping him. In fact, when he signed for Chelsea, see Americans all of a sudden buying Chelsea jerseys. Yeah, we get it. But let's be honest here. Like, what is the kid's, like, how was he special in doing? Is he a great passer of the ball? Great, like, what is he shooting? Is he like you, when it's youngster, is he brilliant youngster? You can always just say, okay, yeah, this is the person's ability. I can't even All say. Right. So, do you, so you don't think Pulisic has any abilities? Like, what are you saying? You he's not any better than Saka of Arsenal. He's not. Any oh, wow, Jesus. He's <sighs> not any better than Saka of Arsenal. He's not any better than Nicola Pepe. Of Arsenal, he's not any better than even fucking Zaha of Crystal Palace. Okay. So you guys can chill out with this white male, this, this Caucasian hype that you guys fall prey to. Okay, you guys wow. do this shit all the fucking time. Go hype the players that are not even fucking good just because they are white, and you guys fall prey to 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 your your through your complexes. So Please. I just quickly want to state that has not been playing from this season. 
this guy has been playing since since he was a teenager. He broke into the team, I think, at 17 at Dortmund. This guy is a... Yep. Yeah, well, playing at 17 at Dortmund is nothing fancy. A lot of no, people... No, 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 no. It's not just that. He was a fixture in the team until he got injured. Like, he balled out in Dortmund. It, it's not about hype. It's, hype is hype, and the abilities of the, a player are the abilities of a player. It is always important to decipher when it is absolute hype or when there is hype, yes, but the player does have ability. Now, yes. sure, he's American. Sure, he's white. Sure, the Americans will hop on him. There will be hype regardless. But then you excuse the hype and then you look at the player. You watch him play. And this boy can play. He has proven it at Dortmund. He has proven it in his short time at Chelsea. He has proven it for the U.S. men's national team. He's their best. He does. You, you say what abilities? The way he reads the game, mm. the way he takes on players. He can go right. He can go left. It doesn't matter. He plays one twos. He brings his teammates into play. He can assist. He can score. Come on, abilities. You're talking about Saka, who just played one season. You're talking about who else? Who else did you bring up? PP that guys are calling him a flop. This is not about black or white. This is so, about so it's no coincidence. It's no coincidence that that the the brothers of color that move into prem all of a sudden flops. But Pulisic, who you're now claiming is injured and hasn't quite lived up to the hype, deserve is deserving of the hype. Wait, wait, wait! I think, I think that, I think that what you're saying is you're just saying all kind of points, and you're just saying them, and we're supposed to assume that it makes sense. It's not making sense. Like you can't compare Pulisic and Pepe this season. Pulisic has had a way better season. It's not even there's no question to it. And like Kerry said, for most of the season, it felt like Pulisic didn't even get started. Like it feels like he's just getting started. Like that's the feeling. The guy has nine goals. I want to say in twenty-four appearances. If I'm not look, yeah, nine goals in twenty-four. Premiership uh, appearances. He's like the second. He's tied for the second leading scorer in Chelsea. He's not doing nothing. Like as much as maybe you think there's a lot of hype, and like Kerry said, there could be hype, but there's quality there, and he's producing. Like Pepe is not doing what Pulisic is doing for Arsenal, and Arsenal badly needs him to do it. Like I think there's a very clear difference. It's not just black and white. That's not the only difference between them. Yeah, I'll be honest with you guys. Right, at some point in time. As a race, oh my God! As a race of human beings, we really have to consciously decide whether or not, as a people, we sometimes elevate the man, the Caucasian man, and then bring down the black man. I think we all have to one day ask ourselves this question because <laughs> I have not heard anything positive about any of the non-black signings. Of Prem this season. Also, Wait, say that again. You say you haven't heard anything I, positive or negative. Sorry, sorry, I, I meant negative. I haven't heard anything. Well, let me just say it like this: You guys always say the best shit about these Caucasian boys that come and play. Okay, Prem. okay. So tell me which right. black player came and is playing well. Like, there, there, there has to be something to talk about. Like, who is the player that was signed that is playing well this season, and we are not talking about who is he? Yeah, I don't think. A player's ability or a measure of a player is determined by how many goals he scores. Because if you ask me, 
Nikola Pepe has been brilliant for Arsenal. Yes. Brilliant. Oh, my goodness. Oh my and Mika, like, you know that's not true. You literally yourself just said that Pepe is not even in your 11. Like, he's he's rotated around. He's obviously not been brilliant. No. Arsenal is struggling. Arsenal is currently struggling to be eighth in the Premiership. How has he been brilliant? My point is that because we rotate so much, players typically have not been able to find their form. Guy, Edin Ketia was starting over like a set. Is that to yes. say that Ketia is better? Yes. But everybody knows the players that should always be starting. Like Obama Young has played most of the games because he's Arsenal's most consistent player. You have to rotate, like I said, because sometimes he'll be injured and sometimes he'll be off form. You have to rotate Pepe because he's adjusting to the league. He's a brilliant player, but he has not had a brilliant season. He has the potential to be a great player for Arsenal, but you cannot tell me he has been brilliant this season. So no, he um, hasn't. Come on, man. Come on. That's not even close. Team. He should, this Arsenal team, he should walk into it. But because yes. of the adjustment period, he hasn't just been able to walk into the team. Because, like, even guys like Saka have had better seasons than him. So, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, I mean, ultimately. So, please, know, I want to tell me the black game. player that has played well this season that was just signed that we are not talking about. Okay, Tommy uh, Abraham. He was come on. Tammy Abraham has been on Chelsea since, and they have, we've 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 have given Tammy Abraham credit. I don't understand what you're saying. Like people have talked about how he's exceeded expectation this season. Yo, I don't think we should continue this conversation. Cause... No, no, we can't. We can't continue because I don't know what Emeka is saying, and you know, hopefully the people listening can can chime in and let us know what Emeka is saying. But us right now, we don't know what he's saying. It's just it's crazy that he's hyping up Gray. I can't understand Pulisic. Yeah, um, I look after my people. <laughs> it's good to look after them, but just pick the right times. Not just every time be supporting them when it's not necessary. It's It belittles your, your movements. Exactly. I'm fine. You guys believe what you believe. So what's your question originally was how critical will Pulisic be? I don't yes. think he's going to start. <laughs> so he should never start. He should be on the bench. I don't think he's going to start. Whether he should or not. I don't know. I don't think he yeah. will because I don't think Lampard rates him that highly. And I think that's likely hmm. why he doesn't start. I mean, that's just my two cents. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a crazy take to say that he might not start because, like we said, he the game recent game against Liverpool, he didn't start. There's been He hasn't been a fixture in the 11. It's been a lot of rotation at Chelsea as well. But it seems like he's, again, getting his foothold. He's starting to perform, make produce results. He's in pretty good form, and I think it would probably be a bad thing if he doesn't start. He would definitely yeah. start, and there is a goal or an How you say he would definitely start? How I'm do you know saying, that? Uh-uh, you, you How said you he know will. That? I'm saying that he will. <laughs> I don't think he will. I didn't say he won't. It is Are my opinion. He will. Are you God? It is my opinion that so you think he will start? start tomorrow. So you think he will start? I think he will start. Okay, so he's not definitely going to start. You think he will? Okay, that's good. I think he will. And I have evidence, I have information that I'm using to make my decision. He didn't start the last game against Liverpool. So he is well, he's more rested than other players. He came mm-hmm. on the bench. He showed what he can do. He brought Chelsea back into the game. They thought they could equalize and get a point from that game. So he has mad energy right now. Since the restart, upstart, post-COVID, whatever you want to call it, he has been mad form. Every game yes. he has played, he has done something, either a goal or assist. If you leave him on the bench, 
and you don't get a result, then they will be calling for your head. Yeah. Yeah. So Pulisic definitely starts tomorrow. Start yeah, this- I see I see bad luck following Lampard per his comments to Jurgen Klopp. So I think tomorrow Lampard is gonna be of a very low morale and not gonna get shit right. And real so- quick, real quick, I don't want to talk too much about that, but Mika, what do you think about him saying that? I heard I know some Liverpool fans were saying, Oh, it was classless, it was this, it was that. Do you feel like that? I mean, we expect people to be professional, regardless of, of, of how amped you are or how angry you are. You can still maintain mm-hmm. some level of decency. So, yes, we're, yeah, we understand Lampard. Uh, you know, you speaking to Klopp like that, this is the guy who just won Prem and Champs and made it to two Champs League finals back-to-back, something that he definitely has not done. So, at the end of the day, you show sure respect to the people that are deserving of it. And I thought that was a highly disrespectful remark by him. I certainly think that, one, we all deserve an apology for that because we don't want managers thinking that they can just be talking to the club anyhow or even any other manager anyhow. There's no room for that. So let's not let's not make that a thing. So I don't think he should get away with it. In fact, I think I certainly believe that he should, in fact, be somehow reprimanded by Chelsea, huh. by, by the board, saying that, look, you can't say this. And for this reason, in fact, what is happening? don't think... I don't understand. What do you think, Harry? Give me your thoughts. Like, managers have said worse. Ferguson yeah. has said worse. Yeah. It, doesn't has matter. it doesn't matter it's that it's managers it's have managers said worse. crazy things all the time. If I, if I, if I, if I am sure so Lampard knows that. Say, oh, yes, other people have done it. Just because other people have done it does not make it okay. Are you going to compare words saying, oh, you guys just won a title and you are and you're acting bougie? Are you going to compare those words to killing. Let's not just take arguments My anywhere. Point is that you are, just you are first of all, first of all, the statement itself was wrong. Okay, Liverpool didn't just win a title because they they've been won titles. They who just won Who's arguing exactly? So the statement was incorrect. So the statement. So, was, so you're part of the reason you feel like he's he shouldn't have said it is that his statement was wrong. Because I thought your problem was that it was just unprofessional. It, it doesn't matter if it's wrong, right? And it was unprofessional. So if okay. you're going to be, if you're going to say something below the belt, at least let it be true. Mm. If you're going to say, okay, you suck as a manager, at least let the manager actually suck. Mm. See what I'm saying? So don't say something wrong and try to make it like that's dumb. He looked stupid making that remark. That's what I'm saying. He looked okay. really, really stupid. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. Carrie, what did you think? Do you? <clears throat> it sounds like you obviously didn't really think it was to the level that make it things, but do you, do you think it's a... Do you look at Lampard like, he shouldn't have said that? He looks... You know, does he look bad to you for no, saying that? he definitely shouldn't have said that. That's just a fact. Be professional, sure. All those things are true. But he did say it. It's not... He doesn't need a slap on the wrist for that. He himself probably knows he shouldn't have said it. Yeah. He, would have maybe has already even apologized to Klopp for for what he said because he knows that it's not easy to win a league. He has won many. He knows how hard it is to win a league. He knows that Klopp is a good manager. He was in the heat of the moment. His team was losing in a game that they needed to get points from and he just said what he said. I'm sure that's not how he truly feels. It was just an emotional moment and he will learn from it. What is this? I think the club should... What? You think the club should point for... Come on now, let's not go over the top with stuff. He said what he said, and Chelsea will move on from it. They have bigger fish to fry. They have to be focused going into Super Sunday tomorrow. 
than worrying about what Lampard said to club. That is a non-issue. Okay, we'll, we'll leave it right there. I do want to talk about uh, Tottenham's game as well. Uh, Tottenham goes up against Crystal Palace, which currently on form, Crystal Palace has really been struggling. Another one of those teams that, you know, obviously could jockey for position, move up a spot, but really not a whole lot to play for. They're not going to fall below 14th where they currently sit. They could climb up to 13th with a win and a Newcastle loss. Um, for Tottenham, though, it's a pretty big game because, like we said, the team above them, Wolves, is playing uh, Chelsea. So there's a possibility of even a draw would help Tottenham out if they can get a win. Um, and, Mikhail, I'll start with you. We know you love Mourinho, you know, one of those managers that has never said anything like Lampard said, of course. Um, what do you expect out of Tottenham? Do you think they're going to get that win easy? And ultimately, do you think they'll make top six? Um, so I don't love Mourinho. Um, I know maybe your sarcasm, you think it's funny to you. <laughs> I think it's tasteless. But tasteless. <laughs> it's fine. So to address your points, uh, Dolapo, um, I do believe, I do believe that, um, Mourinho will certainly win the last game. Um, I'm not a big fan of Mourinho. You're not? Of his capacity of, no, I don't like Mourinho. Oh, I'm sorry. Only thing I can say that I admire about him is his um, ability to, like, you know, switch things up, change the game, you know. And he's not, like, scared of players, you know. That's all I like about him. But beyond that, I'm not a big fan. Anyways, um, if you look, you'll see that Tottenham is playing... A somewhat easy game because Crystal Palace has really not been informed lately. Uh-huh. But, you know, because Crystal Palace is at home, as you know, Crystal Palace has lost their last seven games in a row, I believe, or eight, seven, I think. At least five. So. Yeah. So I don't think all of a sudden they're going to beat Tottenham. So that being said, yeah, seven games, seven in seven games in a row. Yeah. So that being said, that being said, why do you make top six? No, because I still believe Wolves get a result against Chelsea. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Wes, what do you think? Unfortunately, I think Tottenham are going to beat Crystal Palace. They they have to. And, like, Mourinho is going to hold on to this and be like, yo, at least I qualified for Europe. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I think Tottenham would definitely beat Crystal Palace and also because I think Chelsea uh, might win I'm leaning <laughs> winning I'm at 60% that they will win okay. the game so if if no one is tying and I'm just being like you know if if we eliminate ties for a second Chelsea win Tottenham win and uh, Tottenham is in Europe so yeah yeah Mourinho will beat his chest and say, when I took over, the team was uh, 13th. Now we qualified for Europe. You know, all of that. Give me money next season. You know, no challenge. You know, so uh, I wish they weren't in the position to qualify for Europe. (laughs) 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 So I could go in on Mourinho, but I do think uh, if Chelsea ties, Hopefully, at least uh, anyway. Yeah, as long as Tottenham yeah. wins and Wolves don't win, they they're gonna go through. Yeah, but I think as far I think Tottenham will get the job done. That's okay. They're gonna they're going to win their game. Hmm. They will. 
Okay. Okay. So Omeka thinks that uh, Wolves is going to win, right? Going to be Chelsea. And Carrie is leaning the opposite way. Because that's really the... There's two major games in that top top six area, which is the Man U game and the Chelsea game. And everyone thinks that... Well, not everyone. Carrie thinks Man U is going to win. Mm-hmm. Emeka thinks the opposite, right? Leicester's going to win. Demar Gray's going to score mm-hmm. or assist. Okay, okay, perfect. I don't have anything else. I think we've covered all the major games, you know, pretty short and sweet. Um, Carrie, any last words, anything that you want to just let the listeners know before we, we call the episode over? Yeah, yeah, I just I just want to send some some positive energy to to Anthony. To Anthony, <laughs> send some positive energy to Mason. Mm-hmm. Send some positive energy to Marcus. Let's go, boys. Come on, we can't fail. Super Sunday. Let's really make it a Super Sunday for United fans. We we can't. We cannot finish in the top four. Like, send us into the offseason with a win. And also, we are in Europa League. Yo, I, I, I forgot about that for a second. Yeah. So, I guess it's not all doom and gloom. We still have a shot. But um, I would, I would like it sealed and settled by tomorrow afternoon. And then, you know, it's, like I said, for Arsenal, it's also something to build up, you know, going mm. with energy into August, into the Europa League games. So my uh, my last words are for United fans out there. Let's hold hands and uh, band together on the behind Ole, you know. And, uh, <laughs> behind the wheel. Behind the wheel. And uh, <laughs> we get that top of finish tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. All right, Emeka, on to you. Final words. Yeah, man. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to my fans, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all, you know, show me your love and support. Um, uh, quick shout out to um, Liverpool once again for winning the league. Oh yeah, congrats to them. I feel like we didn't really talk about them, but it's yeah, been wrapped up. Deservedly so, man. They're gonna finish with ninety nine points. Congrats to them. Um. Shout out to Leeds for coming up. You know, I've always been a fan of, of the city, Leeds, anyway. You know, my brother went to school there. My brother went to school there, so I used to go visit him and stuff. I don't know why you're laughing, it's not funny. And then, uh, yeah, man, looking forward to the last couple games. This should be a cracker. I do, I do pray for upsets. You know, Arsenal can not do much. If they lose, they win. What's happening? They can finish eighth. Yeah, I know it's okay. They can finish 10 too. I but, hope they finish 8, man. I want yeah, to be right. My focus, obviously, is on FA Cup for Arsenal now because that's our path to um, uh, Europa. Yeah, no, we'll, and we'll talk about that more. We'll talk about that more. I know you've already hinted at the fact that you think Chelsea's a simple team. You don't rate Pulisic, so we have to have you on to talk about that game before it happens. Yeah, man. So, okay. yeah, man. I appreciate it, guys, man. That's that's all I have to say, man. All right, perfect. Thank you for being on, guys. Uh, hope you guys have set your FPL teams. We know Mecca has probably given up at this point, but we'll be back to talk about it when the season is over. We'll let you guys know who won the league and all hey, that. Shout out to my boy Aqui, actually, Amo. He's the one that I brought to our. Yeah, yeah. You don't get credit for bringing someone to the league. <laughs> like, yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I'm like 90th, but I, I brought a queen. <laughs> <laughs>
Get it, sin. Yeah. We'll be watching. We'll be here. Yeah, thanks for listening to the episode, guys. Uh we'll be back next week.